Sustainable Conversations. We're here on a sunny June day and we're going to be discussing the fun topic of inflation. Uh, we're here with our resident expert, Todd Pasarchek, and I will just be asking him some questions about the topic of inflation and inflation in our currency, you know, what it's doing to our country, how it might affect us, and, and we'll just get some, get some extra knowledge on this subject. So it's going to be a great episode. I hope you guys enjoy, and I, I really can't wait for you guys to hear this information. So thanks for tuning in again, and hope you enjoy. Well, Todd, it's great to have you back here um, talking about inflation. So how would you like to open this up? You know, I'd like to open this up, Aiden, just giving the, giving the listeners an update on, on you. How are you doing? Since we last did this, huh. you, you're officially a high school graduate. Yep, that's right. I'm a, a college student now, moving on to bigger things. I've been doing good. I just, you know, enjoying the beginning of the summer. Uh, good to wrap up high school and... And still, still figuring out exactly what I'm going to be doing next year. What are you going to be studying? I'm looking into marketing, so it goes along pretty well with this podcast. Uh, just learning how to, you know, market to other people, whether it be digitally or or over some other kind mm-hmm. of media. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to learn that. That's awesome. Who's who's paying for that? Well, certainly not me. <laughs> no, I'm no, you know. Obviously, we're not paying you enough to run this podcast to pay no, for college. So. No, not quite. <laughs> yep. So let's get into it. Sounds uh, great. Looking forward to it. Uh, we've been getting a lot of questions about inflation. So, you know, when we set out with this podcast, really our idea behind it was to talk about things that are in the news and, and things that people are asking about and try to explain them in ways that are understandable. And, and right now, inflation seems to be the hot topic. Lots of articles about it, getting a ton of client questions about it. So we wanted to spend some time today addressing it and explaining what it means and, and what it means to client accounts and, yeah. and if we do need to be worried about it. Yeah, I just wanted to open up with some statistics here. I have the percentages from tradingeconomics.com. So it looks like in February, the inflation rate was about 1.7%. And then in March, it moved up to 2.6%. Then around April, it it shot up to 4.2%. And then recently, um, in May and June, it looks like it's sitting just above 5% at this point. So it kind of spiked up a little bit in in the last couple months. Wow. Um, Yeah, I wouldn't have really expected it to be this way. I would have thought that maybe if there was inflation, it would have happened, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic or so, because obviously they're saying this is this is related pretty heavily 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 to COVID. Um, yeah. But what do you think about that? Well, inflation oftentimes, not all the time, but oftentimes has to do a lot with supply and demand. So it actually it does make sense that as we're starting to get out and go back to normal, that you know there are is more demand for a lot of things. Um, you know, one of the big increases we're seeing if you look at at different areas that we're seeing inflation is you know everybody's talking about gas prices and prices at the pump are going up and you know oh yeah there's obviously a lot of metrics that go into the price of gas but people are driving more right like we're not locked in our houses anymore people are getting out and going on vacation you know i know we're getting ready to to leave for maui on monday yeah um you know hearing stories about people going to hawaii or having to rent u-hauls as rental cars because there's so much demand for rentals Mm -hmm. so it's interesting i actually just had a conversation with a with a pilot that i know and he was just talking about how every single flight he's like piloted for the last 
couple months has been completely filled up and there's like zero spaces. So that's just an interesting trend that's happening. As yeah. Well. And, and you know, this is a great place to start with, with this inflation topic is the big question right now, when, when we look at the ramifications on portfolios we manage or retirement planning and whatnot, the, the biggest question right now is, are these inflation rates that you just read in, are those temporary or is that more systemic and going to be here for long term? There's there's a lot of people that believe that it's temporary. They believe that people are getting back out there, they're doing their thing, um, and that is causing a potential temporary spike in prices. That you know, there's this pent up demand. Like everybody's going on vacation right now, and trying to make up for lost time, right? And it's not just vacations, it's a lot of different things. So the question is, do we settle down to a more normal kind of ec- amount of economic activity? And and do we see those inflation rates come back down to normal? And, and these inflation rates are potentially temporary? Or is this the start of some type of long-term high inflationary environment Hmm. and everybody points to the 70s you know we have a lot of clients that will say well is this going to basically be like it was in the 70s Hmm. where inflation rates were very high i mean double digits so yeah Um, so that that's really the big question right now yeah so addressing really why this inflation might take place um, i just i just did a little research i got some some information from smartasset.com uh, just five reasons for inflation, um, kind of addressing the root of this problem. Maybe you could see why this most commonly happens. So number one is a growing economy. Uh, when you have less unemployment, then all of a sudden employees get you know higher salaries and they're able to buy more. And so things, uh, the, the currency is worth a little bit less when everyone is, is so easily able to buy things. Uh, number two is the expansion of the money supply. The government prints more money when you address the national debt or or you know if there's another need there number three uh, government regulation when there's new laws and tariffs um, it usually falls on big companies and big companies have to shoulder a little more little bit more weight whether it comes to taxes or tariffs and you know that obviously comes out on the consumer because they have to they have to raise their prices to be able to do that um, the, the fourth reason is managing national debt uh, Again, pretty similar. The U.S. often makes taxes higher and able to handle the, uh, in order to handle the national debt. And when companies have to pay those higher taxes, you know, it again falls on the consumer because to do that, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to hike their prices up a little bit. Um, and then the fifth and final reason is the exchange rate exchange rate changes. Um, if the value of the U.S. currency raises or dips in in other countries then all of a sudden our our currency is worth a little bit less and so those are some five general reasons why inflation might happen so todd do you see any of those really happening right now yeah you know and that's a really great explanation and i think that we have a lot of these things going on right now so you know the biggest thing and i think what has people worried is this you know, you had mentioned expansion of the money supply, right? So one of the big things that happened when we went through COVID is obviously we had this massive amount of COVID relief. We've talked about it on this podcast before, 
you know, the initial round of COVID relief was about 2.4 trillion. Since then, we've seen another 1.9 trillion approved. And so we've, we've, we've certainly had an expansion of the money supply through that. And also the, the Fed has lowered interest rates down to 0%. Um, that coupled with a growing economy. So one of the other things that you mentioned in was a growing economy. We're certainly seeing that now. Yeah, uh, we have, um, you know, unemployed, unemployment numbers are, are back down to where they were pre pandemic. Yeah. Um, so we're definitely seeing that. Um, and all of a sudden people have, you know, a little more money in their pockets. And so when they're, you know, when they're able to buy products in an easier, um, in an easier fashion, then all of a sudden, you know, the money becomes worth a little bit less. Right. Right. So, you know, I think for investors, the biggest question moving forward is one is inflation a problem. So I think what we need to look at and and what we want to talk about here with the rest of this podcast is, you know, one, is it a problem? Do we need to be worried about it? And, and two, if it is, what do we do about it? You know, I think that's where we'll spend the rest of our time. So is it a problem? Let's start there. So, you know, the jury's still out on this. Um, I will say that what we are seeing right now is very similar to what we saw as we came out of the global financial crisis, like back in 2008, 2009. Yeah. Um, I remember back then it was a really interesting time because this idea of bailouts and all this kind of stuff, like it, it wasn't as common. I mean, the government did this massive bailout back then, um, you know, for obviously much different reasons, but somewhat similar to what we've done with COVID where we've, we've had these massive bailouts, you know, back in, back during the global financial crisis, it was, you know, deemed a bailout for Wall Street. And this COVID relief, they're calling a bailout for Main Street, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But the bottom line is you have the government putting a whole bunch of money into our financial system. Uh, it, it did manage to stabilize the economy back then as it did this time. And like now, like what we saw back during the global financial crisis, we are seeing the economy do well again, right? Mm-hmm. So... The government bailouts certainly assisted in stabilizing the economy and the markets and assisted in the economy and the markets also recovering and and coming out of the the crises that they were in. I remember back in 2009, 2010, having these exact same conversations with people because back then... I, there were a lot of people on the news and, and everybody else saying, okay, we're going to have this hyperinflation, right? Like I remember this yeah. buzzword hyperinflation being talked about. Yeah, back. I'd, I've heard about that too. Yeah, so this is very similar. Um, back then, I can say that it didn't happen. So there was all this concern that we were going to have inflation. Yeah. It did not materialize. And the reason for that is that the government stimulated the heck out of the economy, lowered interest rates to 0%. They did all this stuff. But as we started the recovery, the government, the Fed, everybody else kept a very close eye on inflation. And when the time was right, they they increased interest rates and they did the things that they need to do to kind of put the brakes on. So, um, you know, one of the people that we follow very closely is a, a, a woman named Liz Ann Saunders. She's Charles Schwab's chief investment strategist. Gotcha. Um, you know, she's quoted in the news all the time. And a lot of you might have 
read her articles. If you're if you're a client of ours, you know we we generally send her stuff out quite a bit. Um, she did an article recently and basically said that inflation is a policy decision by the government, right? And so that kind of gets to some of the other things you mentioned in your breakdown, Aiden. Um, you know, things like managing the national debt and exchange rates and things like that. There are times at which the government might decide that higher inflation rates are, are a good thing for the economy, yeah. right? So um, the government does have a lot of say with regards to inflation. They have a lot of yeah. tools at their disposal. Mm-hmm. Right now, if we just, you know, just very simplistically... When the Federal Reserve does things like lowering interest rates and sending everybody stimulus checks and things like that, right? That has the effect of like stimulating our economy and and helping get things going. But the downside can be inflation. Yeah. So if you print a bunch of money, you put it into our system, it devalues our currency, which can be inflationary. Yeah. Um, That's what what can cause inflation. So right? it's sort of a it's sort of a win lose situation. It's exactly. kind of a balance that the government it's kind of a line that the government has to walk. Right. So, you know might stabilize our, our economy and, and stabilize that, but it but it also might make things more expensive and it might cause inflation and be a bigger burden on the consumer. Exactly. Exactly right. So and that's the trade off right now. They're they're saying, you know, it's more important that we stimulate the economy uh, help create jobs, all that kind of stuff, uh, allow our economy to heal from COVID, and they're willing to risk maybe having some inflation. Once we start to see inflation get to be a problem, the Federal Reserve also has tools to get inflation under control. So they can just simply do the reverse of what they did during COVID, is they can raise interest rates, for example, and raising interest rates has the effect oftentimes, not always, because you know if we look at what happened during the 70s, it kind of got out of control. But most of the time, the Fed can raise interest rates and do other things, which effectively has the effect of putting the brakes on. It will slow the economy down, but it will keep inflation under control. Mm-hmm. So that's really what the Federal Reserve is trying to balance all the yeah. time, mm-hmm. is how do we keep inflation under control but keep the economy growing, yeah. right? And and what are the healthy, like, numbers? And and one last thing I'll say on that, Aiden. So inflation is not all bad. So the worst any of, enemy of our economy is what we call deflation. Uh, if we have that, that's, that's absolutely horrific mm-hmm. for us. Having inflation is really not the worst thing in the world. So... I've seen numbers and I, I couldn't couldn't quote the source at this point. So don't you know, don't don't take this to the bank. But, you know, something in the in the area of like, say, three to four percent inflation is what generally is considered to be kind of the most optimal. Yeah. So our economy tends to grow mm-hmm. at really high rates when we have those inflation numbers. And so the Fed is going to say, OK, some inflation is good. Yeah. We just don't want high, you know, these yeah. numbers that you quoted, Aiden, these are higher numbers yeah. than what they'd like to see. Mm-hmm. But if it's just temporary, it's not a big deal. I actually do have a chart here uh, from the U.S. Bureau of Labor. Um, and, you know, it, it lines up pretty closely with what you're saying. It looks like from, you know, about 2010 to up in 2020, 
it's really walked the line around 2%. So it's, it's kind of dipped below and above, but around 2 or 3% looks like to be where, you know, hoping if the government has control over this, then that's kind of where they want it to be because that's where it looks like it has been for, you know, for the last 10, 15 years or so. And after 2008, um, you know, obviously inflation went up and then it tanked very, uh, very far down, looks like to like negative 2%. But then it came back up uh, to around two or three percent. So yeah, ex- exactly right. And the, these stats are from the U.S. U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics for for those who want to know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so the real worry was like back in two thousand nine, we actually did have negative. We had a deflation of two percent, and that's when the Fed got really worried. Like that's when they did things to really ramp up inflation. Um, you know, we're we're at this number right now that we haven't seen since 2008 that's why everybody's getting kind of worried about it but you know in reality inflation really wasn't that high back in 2008 we were in a time back then when we were um you know in in 08 that was kind of right during the transition of when we were starting to see the global financial crisis so so i will you know here's the bottom line we're not ready to say that this is a problem right like Back coming out of the global financial crisis, we started to see the same types of things happen. We saw over the next several years as the economy recovered, we saw the Fed keep a real close eye on inflation. And when it was perceived to maybe start to become an issue, we saw the Fed do the things necessary to keep it under control. So again, we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, but that a lot of people believe that, you know, it's not time to worry yet because if inflation really gets to be a problem, you are going to just see the Fed step in, pull back on some of this stimulus, maybe raise interest rates and use the tools they have in their toolbox to keep inflation under control. Now, that will have the effect of potentially slowing down the economy. But really what they're trying to do is is keep things in that sweet spot of economic growth but not having the economy grow so quickly that we have inflation be a problem so you know at this point uh you know a lot of people just have faith that that the fed will do what they need to do so uh an analogy for you um this is kind of my interpretation of where we are with this right now aiden is we're we're in a car driving down the freeway Okay. And here we go. And we have our pedal to the metal. Okay. So we're in this car and you have your foot on the gas and you're driving 80 miles an hour. Okay. And you're, 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 you know, I'm the passenger in that car and I'm looking at, you know, let's say Aiden's driving the car because, you know, we're going fast. So it must be Aiden driving. So we're going 80 and I'm looking at Aiden and I say, Aiden, I'm worried that this car isn't going to be able to stop. Right. And you're looking at me going, well, why would you be worried about that right now? I still have my foot on the gas. I haven't even applied the brake. Why would you be worried that the car is not going to stop? And you're saying, well, because we're going 80 miles an hour. Well, the reason we're going 80 is because Aiden has his foot on the gas, right? Like that's how it is right now with the Fed. Uh, There's a lot of people worried about inflation that are saying, I don't think the Fed's going to be able to slow this thing down. Well, the Fed is looking at those people saying, well, of course the car is not slowing down yet because not only do I not have my foot on the brake yet, we still have our foot on the gas and we haven't, we, we're just barely starting to let up on the gas. So 
the Fed is kind of looking at us saying, well, wait a minute, like the car's not slowing down because I still have my foot on the gas. Yeah. So what, we, is that, what does that look like to have the foot on the gas? What are they doing? Yeah, low interest rates. You know, interest rates are at 0%, gotcha. right? Yeah. Um, and not only have they lowered interest rates at 0%, they've done all these other things to stimulate the economy. So we, we have our, our, our foot firmly on the gas pedal right now. And so we believe that when the time is right, you'll see the Fed let up on the gas and then when they need to, they'll move their foot over to the brake pedal and start to apply sense. the brake. But yeah. we think it's early to be concerned that the brakes aren't working when in reality we haven't even started to use the brakes. Yeah, that that's sense? a pretty good analogy. Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of yeah. sense. So, so, so you're saying, you know, the government is still comfortable with where we are and they're not even really taking steps to slow us down. And so it's, it's yeah. not really, it doesn't make a lot of sense to worry about it yet. Right. And I will say that recently they've done some things that lead us to believe that they're starting to let up on the gas. Yeah. So not on the brakes yet, but at the last Fed meeting, they started to, you know, kind of script the future and say, you know, the language several months ago was we're going to leave interest rates at zero percent for the next few years. Whereas now they're saying, okay, we might not leave them at zero for the next few years. We might start to raise them earlier because they're seeing the signs as well. Mm -hmm. And so they're kind of paving the way for, you know, warning us that, okay, we might start to see the brakes need to be applied. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. So let's move on to the question that I'd like to, I'd like to think I'm a little bit known for at this point. Um, (laughs) So how does this affect us? How does it infe- affect the, the investor, the, the person who has you know, money in the stock market? What is, how does that affect them? Yeah. So love it when you ask us that, Aiden, because that's really the, the core of this podcast is, you know, what, what do investors do about it? How, how, can we, how can we help you? So, you know, I hate to sound like a broken record, but y- your, your best ally in an inflationary environment, like let, let's say that we're wrong, right? Like let's say that inflation does get to be a problem. Uh, you know, having a diversified portfolio, um, generally speaking, has been has been your best bet. So stocks tend to be a very good hedge against inflation. Um, so when when you know, as as you pointed out earlier, Aiden, you know, typically we have inflation in a growing economy, you know, um, uh, supply and demand. When, when a lot of people want to buy something, it drives the price up. And when the economy is growing, that tends to be when we see inflation. So typically, you know, historically stocks have been a really good hedge against inflation. So I think if you're an investor that, you know, you have a portfolio that's diversified into U S stocks and international, you know, we're not seeing the same inflation issues in other parts of the world. Um, so the metrics look different all across the globe. So if you have a diversified portfolio with us stocks and international stocks and, you know, fixed income and real estate and all those kind of things that, that we generally recommend, then, you know, you should fare pretty well. Like obviously there's going to be volatility. So right now we're seeing this transitionary phase where we're going from a low inflation environment to maybe having some inflation. So Whenever that happens, whenever those transition points happen, you're going to see increased market volatility, which we have seen a little bit lately. But over the long run, you know, we believe that uh, inflation, uh, or I'm sorry, that that stocks tend to be a, a pretty good hedge against inflation. Now, do you want to put all your money there? No. But where we where we tend to see people go wrong 
when we have inflation is actually having portfolios that are too bond, you know, too bond heavy. We, we, t- we tend to have to talk to like a lot of investors who are retired that think that, okay, I'm retired. That means I need to take all my money out and put it in the bond market. Well, no, this idea of inflation is exactly why it is oftentimes appropriate for even people that are retired to have some amount of stocks in their portfolio. And obviously people that are not retired that are still building for retirement, um, you know, it, 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 you know, again, oftentimes makes sense for those people to have stocks in their portfolio as well. So, you know, typically we don't get too worried about people that have diverse portfolios, but as we make this transition, you know, it's, it's certainly a good time to re-examine what you've got, sure. what your goals are. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that when we do planning for people, one of the big risks is that your money won't go as far, mm-hmm. right? Uh, when we do financial planning for clients, we're factoring inflation in. Yeah, You know, we know there's going to be inflation over time. So making sure that you have factored inflation into your retirement plans, yeah. your saving plans, mm-hmm. um, th- that's really the best thing you can be doing right now. <laughs> well, you know might be a good time for me to examine my own portfolio at this point yeah well you know todd thanks for being on this uh this episode and thanks for giving us a little bit of knowledge i hope you guys learned a lot and i'll see you next week It's important to let you guys know that you can always find the sources that we use by simply asking us or looking in the description because I'll have them posted there. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.